This meeting is being recorded. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I am with you again, and it's a pleasure. Is it turned up on? Yeah. It's a pleasure to be with you, to um, share the word of God with you. Always a pleasure. And, um, you know, I was listening to Tashina, and she actually preached. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> she, <laughs> which was great, you know, fantastic. She did that. Um, because I tell you, Tashina, earlier on when you were speaking about what's happening in Jamaica, it, it really hurts me, you know because Jamaica is such a beautiful place. And to see the, 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 the vicious, the wickedness that is taking place there, I just can't imagine it, you know? At one point I said I wanted to move back to Jamaica, I wanted to do the work there and all of that. And I, I've still not dismissed that idea, okay? But um, when I listened to what is taking place there, I said, even the high schools, they are fighting, they are killing each other. I watched this video some time ago. These two high school girls were fighting. One took out a knife and stabbed the other one. She died. And when I, I, was, I, remember I was at work when the person showed it to me. And when I looked at it, immediately the Spirit said to me, the Holy Spirit said to me, Donald, I need you there. I need you in the high schools to, to, to help the, the kids. You can do it. You just need a, a, a group of people to go with you. And you can do it. You can help the high schools in Jamaica. So I'm not, I've not dismissed the idea at all of going back there to help. And, and by saying this, let me say this, that the Lord has opened the opportunity, you know, given us the opportunity to move to Florida. And so come next month, we'll be in Florida. Okay. Um, that's where we, we reside. All right. So it's, it's nearer to Jamaica. I can just slip into Jamaica quickly and come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I am really looking forward to that, you know, of doing that. But uh, we just have to continue praying and trusting God because the churches in Jamaica, they have to wake up. They must wake up and realize that they have the power. They have the power. It can't be that the enemy is just raising havoc in Jamaica and everybody just sits down and watch. No, the churches in Jamaica have the power. But they are sleeping. They are in that deep coma. Anyway. This morning, my topic is the power of praise, the wonders of praise, the wonders of praise. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this privilege of just sharing your precious word to your precious people and that they will listen and they will, that they will grasp your word of instruction because your word, your word is mostly instructional where your people are concerned. And so Father, I ask that you'll use me this morning to, to bring forth the, the importance, the significance of praise, praising you, giving you our all, not holding back. Just praising you, Father. Help us to see how important it is, Lord. That it will change situations in our life if we would only follow your instruction. So we give you thanks this morning that you are present. 
your Holy Spirit is present with us. I know that for a fact that he's here and he comes to do good because that's what you want for your children. Only what is good, only what is good. So be with us this morning, Lord, as we declare your word. I pray in the mighty and majestic name of your son, Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. I am um, thankful that God is able to use me to minister his word to his people. Very much so. I never take it for granted. Never, never. You know, I went to a, I went to a house, housewarming yesterday and I was asked to do the, the blessing, the blessing of the house and all that. So I decided that I'm just going to share a scripture and then, you know, get into the blessing. So I started to share the scripture, but the person, <laughs> the person who, who, who owns the house, you know, is as if she came in and she said, you know, I already, you know, blessed the house and anointed and all that and all that. So in other words, she was telling me, don't preach, <laughs> you know, no, don't preach, just, just bless the house and, and move on. But I didn't do that because I had to let her know that even though God has blessed her with this house, it doesn't belong to her. It belongs to him. She's only a steward. And, you know, there was this dead silence in the room as I spoke the words of wisdom. And after I was finished, we anointed the doorpost and the windows and all of that. And, you know, one lady came up to me and she said, that was so fantastic. That was so great. I said, give God all the praise, none to me. None to me. I don't take no praise from nobody. Because his praise is poisonous to us. Yes, it is. Don't ever take it. But she was able, able to share and she was sharing with me and I was sharing with her and we we're both excited about the word, you know. And a matter of fact, didn't she say she was going to come on this morning, honey? Yeah, she said she would come on this morning um, to, to, to hear the word. But the, this morning, as I said, I wanted to share with you the topic, the power of praise. And the, the, the scripture I used, um, you know, the running scripture is Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. Okay? And even though um, Anne read it, I want to read it over again to you. Give me a second here. I read it, but I'm going to read it to you. It's from Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers. Fear came to every soul. And many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. All who were, who were, all who believed were together and had all things in common. 
they sold their property and goods and distributed them to all according to their need and continued daily with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Those who were being saved. The scripture states in Isaiah chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people perish for a lack of knowledge. My people, he's speaking to you and I. He says, we perish for a lack of knowledge. Now, this is a very strong word. One translation says destroy. The other one says perish. They are both strong words. For a lack of knowledge, for a lack of accepting his word, his wisdom in living our life, because we lack this, we perish. Do you see how important it is to follow the instruction in God's word? When we don't, we perish. He was speaking to the Israelites, but to this morning, he's speaking to you and I. He's speaking to you and I this morning. And he's saying to us, when we lack the wisdom in his word, we will perish. We will be destroyed. Remember earlier I said to you, his words are mostly instructional. He instructs his children how to conduct themselves according to kingdom protocol. How to conduct yourself according to kingdom protocol. Not according to this world. This world is fastly going down. We have been destroyed because we worry. We get anxious when the challenges and the problems of life face us. And we don't know what to do. And because we worry and we get anxious, we get heart attack, we get stroke. That's what happens. The doctors will tell, the medical books will tell you. We get worried and we anxious and we don't know what to do and our blood pressure rise. And before you know it, we find ourselves in the hospital. Hmm. Because we are not aware of the weapons that are available to us. And even if we're aware of it, we often forget because our emotion and our feelings take over. And we start behaving like the children of the world. We start behaving like them. We start acting like them. We start panicking. We start getting anxious. We're all guilty of this. Every single one of us. And he says, no, my children, you go by a different protocol. You live by the kingdom protocol, not by the world. And when we fail to remember this, 
we go down. The battle we fight, I've often said it to you, the battle that we fight daily is spiritual. It is never physical. Anytime you decide to fight your battle in the physical realm, you're in trouble. Because our battle must be fought in the spiritual realm. That's where everything starts. And you know who knows that very well? Our enemy. He's the master of the flesh realm. He knows how to trigger you and I. Because he's a master of the flesh realm. He has existed much longer than you and I. He knows what makes us tick. And that is why I've often said to you that this Christian life must be lived intentionally. You must be determined to live it according to the word and not according to your feelings and all you think. The weapon I'll give you this morning is the weapon of praise. It's a vicious weapon. And it works all the time. And the enemy is desperately afraid of it. Hmm. He's desperately afraid of it. Write it down. When you praise God, he trembles. Because he knows that's where the victory lies. That is where the victory lies. When you grumble and complain, oh, <laughs> when you grumble and complain, you can't access the voice of God. When you grumble and complain, he leaves you in the desert, in the wilderness, like he did the children of mm. Israel. Mm -hmm. mm. But when you praise him, he comes down. He comes down. Mm -hmm. Because the scripture says he inhabits the praises of his people. So when you decide to praise him in the struggles of life and the problems of life, he looks at you seriously. Mm. He looks at you seriously. The scripture says the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro, seeking those whose heart is set mm -hmm. towards him. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It took me, it took me a long time to learn this. And hoping it won't take you as long. It took me a good while to learn this principle of praising God. At all times. Not only the good times, but in all situations. Psalm 63, 8 says, My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. That's David speaking. Follow hard after God, no matter how hard life Apply, appears. 
follow hard after him, no matter how hard life may appear to you. You know, I often remember, sometimes I think about it, Karen, she's looking at me, Karen, I remember your testimony and I, and I remember the things you, you said about where the Lord has brought you from, you know, and where you are today and where you were you know, in this position and, and to see where God is, uh, where, you are, where you are today. And, and I said to Ruth the other day, you know, Karen could have turned back and said, no, I'm not going to follow this God. You know, look, 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 look where I am today. Look where I was and look where I am today. But she didn't. She didn't. She followed hard after him. Mm -hmm. David says he followed hard after him. When you follow hard after him, he takes you seriously. Christianity is not something to be taken lightly. It is to be taken seriously. He searches for those whose heart is set towards him. Why does he have to search? Is it that hard? Is it that most people's heart are not set towards him? Is it that his children's heart are not set towards him? Why, why, why does he have to search so hard? Because our heart is not set towards him. We trust in men more than we trust in him. Hmm. Hmm. The other day, my wife said to me, she said, she was the one who brought the scripture. She said to me, You know, the scripture says, The eyes of the Lord searches to find those whose heart is set towards him. And I said to her, You know, honey, let's look at the context in which it was used. In which it was used. And I believe, if I can remember correctly, it was this king named Asa king of Judah and while he trusted in the Lord and praised the Lord and worshiped the Lord mm. he was able to defeat mm -hmm. this great enemy mm. and then he stopped worshiping and praising God and this enemy this other enemy came against him with less men less artillery and he was not able to defeat that enemy. Mm -hmm. All because he stopped serving God and trusting God. He placed his trust in man. Mm -hmm. And the prophet came to him and told him, because you trust man in more than God, you have been defeated in this battle. Wow. We have to come to the point in our life where we decide that, listen, I am going to follow kingdom protocol, come what may. Hmm. Come what may. David says, I follow hard after God. This is my prayer for everyone on this line this morning, that we will follow hard after him. Real hard. Give him your complete heart, your, your, your complete existence. Give it to him. 
God still works wonders through praise. He works it back then and he's still working. There's no change in him. There's no change. Every tooth of scripture is valuable for all times. It is settled in heaven forever. It abides forever, his word. Psalms 119 verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It doesn't change. Matthew 24, 35, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. It is valuable for all times and, in, and is applicable to whomever believes. It is applicable. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. So God still work wonders through praise today. It is time to praise God. It is time to praise God and see your situation turns. Mm -hmm. It is time to praise him and see the situation in your life that you're struggling with. It turns. You know, we pray, many times we pray and we pray amiss. We pray with the wrong motive. And therefore our prayers are not answered. We can pray amiss, the Bible says so. But have you ever tried praising him? Have you ever tried praising him? Mm. Have you ever tried throwing the bills on the floor and the problems on the floor and dance around it and lift your hand and praise him? Try it. Mm. Let's try it. Try. You can't praise amiss. Mm. Just mm. praise him. Mm. Praise him. And he comes down. He comes down. He doesn't send his angel. He doesn't send. Any, he, he comes down himself. That's why the scripture says he inhabit the praises of his people. When are we going to get it? Remember the story of Herodias' daughter, Salome, I think her name was, that she danced before Herod, Herod and his noblemen. And Herod was willing to give her half of his kingdom just by dance, just by praising him, just by praising him. Praise is powerful. It is powerful. I've learned that lesson. No matter how hard life looks to you, no matter how hard it gets, if you can find it in your innermost being to overcome that feeling, of wanting to, to grumble and complain mm -hmm. and get depressed. If you can find it in your most inner being to lift your hand and praise him, even if you have to cry doing so, do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. And he comes down because he says, my child is serious. He still works wonders today. But you, know, you must know the rules of the game to experience the promise. Hmm. You must know the rules of the game to experience the promise. 
In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 13, it says this. It's our Father prayer. You know it very well. It says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It starts off with praise. It starts off with praise. Mm -hmm. He's teaching you something. He's teaching you something. It starts off with, he says, enter my gate with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. Mm -hmm. That is oxygen. Praise is oxygen. Praise him at all times. That's a rule of the game. That's the rule of the game. It's praise. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, he says, Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and thanksgiving, let your what? Request be known. The rules are the game. The rules are the game. When you follow the rules of the game, you get the promises. You don't do it on your terms. You don't do it how you feel like doing it. He says, no. Come the way I told you to come to me. Come to me like that. Psalms 89 verse 34 says, I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered once for all I have spoken. I have sworn by my holiness. He will not change his word for no one. He will not change it for me. The, the Pope, whoever, he won't, he won't. His word is his word and it stands forever. I want to show you the turnaround power in praise. Turn to Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. And I'm going to ask my wife to read it for me. It's right here, honey. Read that. Habakkuk chapter 3, from verse 17 to 19. 19. Uh -huh. And his version is a special version. What's the version of your Bible, sir? <laughs> Through the, though the fig tree does not blossom, nor fruits be on the vine, Though the yield of the olive fails and the field produce no food, though the flocks are cut off from the fold and there be no shed in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exult in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet. And he will make me walk on my high places. You see what it's saying? You understand what he's saying? He's saying everything is going down. But even though everything is going down, I will praise my God. I will praise my God. Because I know that when I praise him, Amen. things are going to turn. Hallelujah. Things are going to turn. 
He's saying to you and I that when the hard time comes, and they will come, mm -hmm. they will come. We must praise God in season and out of season. In season and out of season. Not when everything is blossoming and there's fruits on the vine and, and everything is just great. We're going to say, I thank you, God. I praise you. I thank you. You are so good to me. No. He says, when it's out of season, when everything is barren, he's saying, praise God anyway. And when you praise him, you will see the grand result. You will see his promises come true in your life. Mm -hmm. That's what Habakkuk is saying. We must obey God's word in season and out of season. I remember <laughs> my nephew said to me some time ago, a big lawyer, very proud of him. He teaches at um, university in, um, in Atlanta and graduated from Princeton. They called him back to do research for them. He's there right now for one year doing research for Princeton. And one day he called me and we're talking on the phone. And he says, Uncle D, I don't know how you do it because for all that you have been through and you're still standing, you know, you're still, I said to him, Martin, it's only grace of God. And that is why I stick with him. I never leave him. I will always be there beside him. Never. One of my friends said to me some time ago, he said, how long are you going to serve this God for? He literally asked me that question. And I said to him, until the day I die, he says, man, I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know how to answer that statement. Until the day I die. You must follow hard after him. No situation in this life must make you complain and curse him. No, 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 no. No matter what. You must follow hard after him. First Thessalonians 8, 5 verse 8, 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He didn't say for everything, you know. He says in every situation, whether it be good or bad, you're going to praise him. <laughs> understand one thing and don't forget it please don't forget this that complaining may give you compassion from people people may be compassionate towards you when you complain and grumble but when it comes on to God he leaves you in the wilderness mm. He leaves you in the wilderness until you grasp the principle of praising him in the rough and terrible times in your life. Because he's a good God. We are the one that mess up and want him to correct it immediately. And he says, no. Learn from your mistake and praise me. 
the people complained and it displeased God and he heard their complaint. It displeased him. The scripture says they complained and he heard them and it displeased them. <laughs> Numbers 11 verse 1. That we have, we have need of patience. That after we have done the will of God, we might receive the promise thereof. You see that? <clears throat> after we have done the will of God, we will receive the promise thereof. When we do it by kingdom protocol, when we do it the kingdom way, then we will get the promise. Not before. Not before. Don't remain in the valley. For when we complain, he leaves us there. Praise is a spiritual weapon and a very powerful one. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, let me see if I have it here. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. You can read it for me. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to stop here. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 uh -huh. from verse 5. And at that time, Hananiah the seer came to King Asa of Judah, saying, Because you depended on the king of Aram and did not depend on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Aram escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites and the Libyans a very large army with chariots and horses? But when you depended on the Lord, he gave them to your hand. Verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord move about all the earth to strengthen the heart that is completely towards him. You have acted foolishly in this. And from this point, and from this point forward, you will have wars. No, stop. No, the other scripture I'm going to read to you is Second Chronicles also, verse 20, 17 to 19. Go to it. Read it, honey, here. Yeah, it's um, verse 20, verse 17 to 19. I think I marked it. All right, Second Chronicles mm -hmm. from verse 17. Through 19. It will not be necessary for you to fight in this conflict. Take your position. Stand and observe the deliverance of the Lord for you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be filled with terror. Tomorrow, go out before them. And the Lord will be with you. Continue. Yes, go on. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground. And all Judah and those dwelling in Jerusalem fell before the Lord to worship him. And the Levites from the descendants of Kohatites and the Koharatites rose up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a very loud voice wow. 
So they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah, and those dwelling in Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be supported. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. And he consulted with the people and then appointed singers for the Lord and those praising him in holy attire as they went before those equipped for battle, saying, praise the Lord for his mercies endureth forever. When they began singing and praising, praising the Lord, when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the Ammonon and Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah and they were defeated. Yes, now, mm-hmm. you see, you see all significant Praise. praises. Mm. It never happened until they started praising. The moment they started praising God, he sets an ambush against their enemy. Our weapon to fight is in the spiritual realm. Use it. The witches know it. The warlords know it. When you start praising God, they tremble. They can't deal with that. When they are throwing everything at you and you decide to still praise God, they back up. They have to back up. Is a weapon that cut both ways. And God is saying, my children, I have given it to you. Use it. Don't grumble and complain. Use it. That is why you're going through so much struggle and trauma in your life because you refuse to follow kingdom protocol. Our battle lies in the unseen world around us. And we access that power through praise. Through praise. Don't ever forget that the battle in the physical world, in this first physical world, it all starts in the spiritual before it manifests in the physical. And this is why you find that people go to the Obia man, the Juju man, and they take all type of things to him. They take your name to him. And he he now goes into the spiritual realm Hmm. to try to fire that arrow at you. Release that arrow. That's what they do. And so if you are not strong in the Lord, if you don't know to praise God, and give your life to him. You're in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble. Mm. You're in trouble. Secondly, there's access to divine favor when we praise God. The story of Joseph, you know the story very well. He had divine favor. Because he trusted in his God and he praises God continuously. Mm. 
and God showed him favor in the prison. In Potiphar's house, he was shown favor because his heart belonged to God. God wants people whose heart belongs to him. Whose heart belongs to him. And then he will work magnificently in your life and people will see it and be amazed. How are you being promoted? So, how is this happening in your life? What, what Obia man you go to? What? No, 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 no. It's all because I gave my life to the Lord fully. I gave my life to him. He's the only God I know. I don't live for me. I don't live to please me. I live to please him. Hmm. I know as I speak this morning, there are many of you online. And you're struggling. I know. You're struggling with many situations. Some of them financial. Some of them relational. But you're struggling. And you have been praying. And it seems like your prayers are not being answered. But this morning, I'm going to recommend to you a weapon. That has never failed the great king's. In the Old Testament. They have never failed Paul and Silas in prison. Never failed them. I'm going to recommend to you. The weapon of praise. The weapon. That awesome weapon. That we have forgotten. The weapon of praise. Throw all your problems to the ground. And dance around them. Dance around them. And praise God. And within a short while, you will have a testimony. Mm. You'll have a testimony of how God came through for you when you praise him in the difficult situation, in the deep waters in your life. Mm. When they beat Paul and Silas and children in prison, they were beaten. They, they were experiencing pain. But they found it within. They went within and they found the strength to praise God that the prisoners heard. The scripture says the prisoners heard. And what happened? The prison door opened. The chains mm. fell off. The prisoner wanted to, the, the prison guard wanted to take his life. And Paul said, no, 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 we are here. We're all here. And he gave his life to the Lord and his entire family. Praise, praise, praise. You can't forget this this morning. Put it up in your bathroom. Put it up in your kitchen. Praise is a must and it must be done intentionally. Not what you, when you feel like it. It must be done. It must be done. It must be done. This is what God has called us to, to do. He has given us all that we need for life and godliness. He has given it to us. Given to us. He has given it to us. He's not going to. He has already given it to us. It's just for us to use it. Just use it.
So this morning, my prayer is that every person listening to me online this morning will take what the Holy Spirit is telling you this morning and use it. Mm -hmm. Carry that weapon wherever you go. Carry it with you. Just carry it with you and use it. Use it. And the result and the promises will be yours. Amen. Thank you, Father. Let's pray. Father, I thank you this morning that mm -hmm. your word came across the way it did. <coughs> I know it's you. It's not me. I have nothing to do with it. I just, just a vessel that you use to just proclaim this precious word of yours, Father. It's a privilege for me to do it. And I ask that you continue to use this vessel. Let this vessel be an honor, a vessel of honor to you, Lord, mm -hmm. at all times. Bless your people and hear them when they pray. Hear them when they come to you and they praise your precious name because your word is truth. You do not lie. Mm. You don't know how to lie. If we praise you, you will inhabit our presence. Yes, Lord. You will come down. You will mm. come down. Mm. And so, Lord, help us to remember. As human beings, we are so easily, we easily forget the important things in life. Mm -hmm. But help us not to forget this. Help us never to forget this, Lord. Whatever problems anyone is facing online this morning, I ask that as they lift their hands to you and their voices to you, to praise your majestic name, that all the promises that you have offered to them will be theirs. It will be theirs, Lord. And they will give you all the praise and all the glory and all the thanks. I pray in the mighty and majestic name of your son, Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. amen.